The first two Sundays of Advent have come and gone, and my spouse and I haven't yet managed to paw through all our holiday stuff to find our Advent wreath and candles. We've managed, though, to go to two holiday concerts and host a holiday event, and we have several more events on our calendar and tasks on our to-do lists in the next few weeks. We're off to a roaring start with a good chance of making this the craziest, busiest Advent yet. In the busyness of Advent, we can easily forget that Advent is about waiting, anticipation, and that requires a centeredness and stillness that allows us to truly appreciate the significance of Christ coming to earth and allow the Holy Spirit to impress on us the true meaning of the season. I have to stop and ask myself whether I've allowed myself time in the last week and next few weeks to just be still. Stillness requires silence, moments when we can cut out the noise that surrounds us as we go about in the world, moments when we take time to acknowledge God's presence. Remember that God did not come to Elijah in a dramatic way. God did not appear in a strong wind, an earthquake, or a fire, but rather in, as the New Revised Standard Version puts it, a sound of sheer silence. The phrase sound of silence sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? But recent studies by researchers at Johns Hopkins University showed that our brain actively perceives silence in the same way it hears sound. Silence is not simply the absence of noise. Silence itself carries meaning and is integral to our everyday experience. A pregnant pause in conversation, the seconds after a thunderclap, the appreciative moment after a piece of music ends before the audience applauds, or the compelling quietness when you enter a sacred space. The experimental composer John Cage illustrated this humorously in his composition 433, or 4 minutes and 33 seconds, composed in 1952. The score instructed performers not to play their instruments during the entire duration of the piece. The pianist sat at the piano without touching the keys for exactly 33 seconds. He opened and shut the lid before sitting for another two minutes and 40 seconds, and then did so again for a final interval of one minute and 20 seconds. Then he bowed and left the stage. Cage later said, there is no such thing as an empty space or an empty time. There is always something to see and something to hear. The Greek philosopher Pythagoras understood the importance of silence. Learn to be silent, he advised his students. Let your quiet mind listen and absorb the silence. Pythagoras saw the practice of being comfortable with silence as the first rudiment of contemplation, the prerequisite to all wisdom. Silence has several benefits to your health, including lowered blood pressure, improving concentration, encouraging mindfulness, and stimulating brain growth and creativity. Blaise Pascal wrote, All a person's miseries derive from not being able to sit in a quiet room alone. But science also has benefits for your spiritual well-being as well. Monks have known this for years. 
Silence has been a foundational aspect of spiritual practice in monastic communities in every great spiritual tradition for over 5,000 years. Every tradition honors silence as the entrance into spiritual wisdom, interior peace, self-control, and self-awareness. The psalmist tells us, Be still and know that I am God. Learning to find that interior silence is just as important as escaping from exterior noise. On my visits to a monastery I love in New Mexico, Silence is the profound gift of my time there. The daily offices and the quiet times in between them give ample time for God to speak to the heart. In the afternoon, I sometimes sit by the river, reveling in the silence. Literally, all I can hear is the breeze, a cricket rhythmically chirping nearby, sometimes the sound of a chatty magpie somewhere off in the distance. The simplicity and silence I experience there do wonderful things for my spirit, removing the distractions in life and creating space for other things in my consciousness. So during this Advent, try silence. It may be only finding eight to ten minutes each day to sit and be still. Or better yet, you might try contemplative prayer, sitting alone with God for 15 or 20 minutes not talking to God, but quieting your mind and opening yourself to God's presence. God will meet you there. Reverberation of the Spirit is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon. Music for this podcast was performed by Dr. Catherine Webb. For more information, go to www.trinity-episcopal.org.